Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. What's going on, traders? How we doing? It's the Specs Attack. You already know where you guys are at. Smash the like if you guys like the Specs and welcome to it. You guys already know where you guys are at. The Specs Attack is here. It ain't going to fail. You guys already know. And welcome to the show. Today we got top SPACs for July. We're going to be going through the calendar. So definitely hit the subscribe bell down below and let's get the show started. going on my traders out there i hope you guys enjoyed the morning with me i know that we had a great morning we started going through the open we had pre-market prep we talked about patterns also on pre-market prep so if you're here because of that definitely let us know in the chat if you guys heard me talk on pre-market prep about these patterns that has been going on in stocks like frx turning into body we definitely are seeing a pattern here so we'll talk about that but let's bring on the brains you guys know him as Chris Ketchy. I know him as Chrisopedia. What's up, my friend? What's up, Mitch? What's going on? Yeah, great job trading into the open. Hopefully, everyone enjoyed that. Hopefully, everyone, you know, has stuck around. We got great content all day long, you know, pre-market prep, trading in the open, SPACs attack, power hour, get technical. There's more coming, guys. Ooh. So stay tuned all day. But yeah. You know, a, a nice looking day out there so far. The SPACs attack, guys. We're here. We ain't going away. Definitely. We've been seeing some stocks making moves. We'll definitely talk about some of those. But let's go ahead and drop right into the headlines behind. All right, guys. Yeah. So diving into headlines today. We do have a couple analyst notes um, out there. So up first, we have Bark. Um, parent company of BarkBox, which recently completed SPAC merger, yesterday got a uh, buy rating and a price target of $16 from Citigroup. Now, if you remember, Bark was one of those high flyers out of the gates during that uh, de-SPACing process. Um, you know, this thing shot up to $13.50 and then it dropped all the way under that $10 level. Um, we do have shares up 11% today. 1075, but according to this uh, initiation, uh, looks like more room to run. So definitely keep an eye on Bark here. And then another analyst note, we have STEM. So S-T-E-M. This is an energy storage company. It's gotten a lot of attention, um, you know, from, from the SPAC date to even the despacking. Traded all the way up over $50. Um, shares up 5% today. The, the news out that Credit Suisse has initiated coverage on the stock and outperform in a $48 price target. You know, so as I said, shares of this thing hit over $50. We dropped all the way down to, you know, about $16 in May, $16 even actually. And now we have shares at 36 and that price target of $48. So, 
you know, this thing, if you were paying attention and had a chance to buy on dips, definitely a couple good opportunities there. I, I do like this company going forward. You know, energy storage solutions don't look like they're going away anytime soon. Then we have Genie, G-E-N-I, got to throw it on the watch list. You know, once again, if it's not already there, Genius Sports, we, we've talked about this at length several times. The The news I saw yesterday, or actually this morning, was that their rival Sport Radar could file its IPO in July. Now, if you remember, Sport Radar was actually in talks with the SPAC um, from Todd Bully to, to go public, but instead it's going to go public traditional IPO route. So that was one of the catalysts I called out for Genius. I said, you know, we have the upcoming college football and NFL seasons, and then we also will get this Sport Radar IPO announcement. And what that's going to mean is we're going to get real good financials from, from Sport Radar. And that's going to mean a real good chance to compare Genius to Sport Radar to see, you know, who has the better revenue profile, who has the better margins, and, and also maybe Sport Radar. In that filing, we can really see, you know, how much the NFL deal meant to them that would translate over to Genius Sports. So definitely a catalyst to watch here. And one of the SPACs I called out recently, FTCV, um, which is going taking eToro public. So eToro this morning announced first quarter commissions up 141% year over year, $347 million dollars. New registered users up 214% year over year to 3.1 million. I mean, that's some insane triple digit growth from the company. Net trading income, 269 million. <clears throat> that's up 72%, um, you know, compared to last year. Their assets under administration, $8.4 billion. They continue to talk about the rise of the retail trader and, and how that's helping them you know, grow as a business, but, you know, some staggering growth uh, out there from the company, FTCV, definitely keep an eye on that one. And we have VOSO, this is Virtuoso Acquisition. So they're bringing Weijo public, which is a vehicle data company. So this deal was announced not too long, and then we get a new press release out today. Um, Share's not really reacting a ton, but I want to put this one on watch. So the, the company announced partners Microsoft, Palantir, and Sample Holdings, uh, you know, for connected vehicle data. So, uh, you know, Sampo is a leader in the Japanese market um, for insurance. And then also, you know, Microsoft and uh, Palantir, obviously huge names. Um, they were also part of the pipe on this investment. And so was General Motors. So, you know, this company is going public. And it has some strong backers, you know, so Weijo has, you know, pipe or regular investments from Microsoft, Palantir, Sample Holdings, and General Motors. So this one definitely makes me want to take a look, you know, as vehicle data can be used in the future. Now you have, you know, Palantir, uh, you know, really, you know, jumping into the vehicle data side of things with Weijo. So VOSO on watch. Then yesterday, our, our one deal, DFPH, shares ended the day up 0.3%, um, you know, nearly flat on the day. The IACA merger with Taboola was approved. Um, and then we got a couple new vote dates set, which, of course, we're going to talk about that July calendar later on. So NHIC setting a merger vote of July 15, ANDA setting a merger vote date of July 19. And then, as I said yesterday, I want to have NGCA on watch. 
So this is the company rumored to be taking Virgin Orbit public um, in an exclusive talks with the company right now. So NGCA, uh, you know, tomorrow could move because we have Virgin Orbit uh, f- taking flight. So they're going to send satellites up to space. Um, some of their customers include the U.S. Department of Defense and Netherlands Air Force. This event is going to be streamed to the public. So Virgin Orbit should get a lot of attention tomorrow. Uh, takeoff time is scheduled between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um, so that would be 9 a.m. 9 a.m. to uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time over here. Um, you know, so again, that could be a major catalyst, especially happening right around market open and GCA. Then we did have two deals announced this morning. Um, the first one, a smaller one. So we have FSII. Uh, this is a biotech deal. So Part A's Biosciences Values the company at $339 million. I don't know a ton about this company. It's preclinical trials. So they have a couple drugs that are targeting uh, the coronavirus. Again, you know, we're, we're pre-phase one here. Um, you know, so just keep an eye out, you know, but if biotech is your thing, definitely worth taking a look. And our second deal today, we have TREB. Uh, This is a digital advertising deal, and we've had a lot of those lately. Um, The big thing here is this is a SPAC from Bill Foley, um, you know, who took PaySafe Public and and several others. So definitely on the the list after this. So this is taking System 1 public at an enterprise value of $1.4 billion, um, expected to close in the fourth quarter. So System 1 provides an end-to-end responsive acquisition marketing platform for customers, for its own products, and its advertising partners. So the company's portfolio includes MapQuest, Info.com, and How Stuff Works, which get 27 million, 35 million, and 10 million monthly visits, respectively. Total portfolio over 40 digital properties, 120 million monthly visitors. They also have 2 million active subscribers, which is a, a system that they want to grow, right? Is their subscriber base. Um, Financing from this deal is expected to to help them boost that digital marketing platform. Also, they're going to acquire protected.net, which will boost their subscription revenue profile. Um, International revenue, also another area of growth. So $23 million in the first quarter was international, which was about 12% of platform revenue. That's compared to only 5% and 9 million in the prior year. So international revenue growing at triple digits. System One had revenue of $580 million in fiscal 2020, projected for $763 million in 2021, $906 million in 2022. That's compounded annual growth of 31% from 2018 to 2022 positive EBITDA of 80 million in fiscal 2020. So again, this is a, a real company with, with real revenue, real EBITDA. Um, you know, it does have that portfolio of over 40 brands. I mean, some of them well-known, How Stuff Works, Info.com, and, and MapQuest, but, you know, not getting a ton of love out there. Um, you know, but again, this is a Bill Foley-backed SPAC deal. So that's what I've got, Mitch. Um, you know, headlines, those two deals. Um, you know, anything jump out for for you in, in the headlines today? 
not in the headlines. I won't talk too much about the headlines. I mean, we could get into some of those, but definitely want to take a look at the watch list. There's a lot moving out there. So let's go ahead and let's jump right into our watch list. This is what we do every time, guys. So let us know in the chat if you guys enjoy us going through these headlines like we do every single day. Because, I mean, hey, if you guys are already in the news somewhere else, then maybe we, we don't need to give it to you. But this is why we do it. We try to get you guys those headlines. So let us know if you guys enjoy that those headlines. So smash the like. Looks like we got over 300 people watching here. So definitely let's get those likes up. Let's get up towards 150 likes. Let's keep it going. Let's look at some of these watch lists and see where we could be finding some opportunities. All right, let's go ahead and take a look here at the watch list. And one that I'd point out already is just take a look if you see RACA start getting a move. Um, you know, this one got could get moving towards the end of the market, end of the day, as we got the vote date today. So definitely keep your eyes on that one. A couple other ones that I want to mention there from our June calendar wrapping up. And then, of course, we'll get into the July coming up, guys. So stay tuned for that. That's what you guys are probably here for today. And that's going to be massive, massive value. But also NSTB, let's see if that one gets moving towards the end of the day. This one's hanging out at that 998. Um, you know, going to be that merger with Apex. You also got APXT that has been pushing pretty well. So let's see if this one can continue. Nice sideways day right now. As long as it can continue sideways, hold that $12. I think this one still looks good. APXT looking interesting. HOL having a good day. Um, that one had some news also, right, Chris? Yeah, so HOL, that deal um, also uh, getting close. That is this week. So HOL, um, you know, that was one we actually called out yesterday, right? That uh, not only is it a merger vote this week, but it's also a space stock where space is starting to, uh, you know, maybe come back into favor with that Virgin Galactic news and some of these satellite launches. You know, we got Virgin Orbit launching satellites. Mitch, I also heard that uh, SpaceX, um, you know, getting ready for, for another launch here too. So, you know, all these space stocks sometimes kind of trade in line with each other. So I, I think we could see, uh, you know, HOL trade trade well into this merger vote date. Definitely, definitely. Let's start taking a look at some of the biggest movers today. I saw Playboy getting that acquire of, of Burdett for $333 million in cash and stock. I thought this one could move off of that news, and it got a lift today. So let's see if this one can continue back running, you know, really holding those 40s really well. Um, so we'll see if this kind of continues moving the stock, but definitely a, a, a major purchase there. Yeah, that was a kind of a surprising move to me, Mitch, out, out of Playboy here because they've really focused a lot on licensing and and their consumer mm -hmm. product, you know, businesses. They haven't really, you know, dove into stuff on their own. So for them to acquire this brand, I think it shows a little bit of a, a shift here. Um, you know, because before, uh, essentially, Playboy was just getting, you know, licensing revenue for, from other companies selling products, you know, with their name and logo. So uh, it looks like they have a plan, you know, in, in the lingerie market, you know, with this acquisition. Um, you know, we could obviously see the Playboy brand, you know, translate well into lingerie, I, I would assume. So, um, you yeah, know, I think... Yeah, I mean, I think it goes together, right? So I think it was a, a wise purchase. Again, I, I was a little surprised just because, you know, they're, they're big on licensing right now. But market likes the deal up 10%. Um, we'll see if this thing can keep running the rest of this week. 
Yeah, one of the things is Playboy definitely has that iconic brand. We'll see if this one kind of keeps moving. Uh, something that I'll definitely keep an eye out to see is how they really expand the business. Um, you know, we'll we'll see it. It's interesting. Definitely an interesting acquisition today there. Uh, Bark making a move. We talked a little bit about that one. Uh, AT, ATI, physical therapy, actually making a move up today off of that $9 uh, support. So keep your eyes on that one. Nothing to really go crazy about. I think it's just a pop back. So keep your eyes on that. I saw Clove get a little bit strong, but not too much. I mean, it's only up about 5%. So not something that I'm really going to be mentioning here. This one I think could get hot. You know, the CMLF really been hanging out at the top there. Infrastructure play. We could see this one really start moving. Um, so it's it's an interesting play there down to by 13s. Um, not by the $10. So it's a little bit different, but definitely hanging out there at the 13s. Uh, we'll keep an eye out on that one. Tattooed Chef had that announcement that it could possibly get into Target. Was it? Uh, Kroger. 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 Yep. Let me don't don't let it get twisted. That's why I got. Chris well, they're they're already in Target, so you, That's you what at happens. least got See? that part right. So at least. All right, so let's keep going. Let's look at some other ones that are setting up. This one's an interesting chart, Chris, because we know that the Reddit names really picked up this one for a while. G O E V Canoe. But really super supporting off of that $10 price point. Actually, a little bit below it. You could think 10, 10.63s for the support. Let's see if this one can get back above $10 and really start holding. This one came from a push from that $8 price point. So I think it's either going to start pushing and get back up there towards 12 or it could crack the support there and head right back down towards that $7. All right, one that I mentioned yesterday that I'm going to keep on watch could get going with the space stocks that you're starting to see the lift come into is SRAC, uh, Stable Road. The like Chris and we've talked about the trying to be the FedEx of the space life. Um, so we'll see if this one gets moving. I do like that daily look now that you kind of have this kind of like cup sideways action if it holds that support and rips through that resistance here it could get towards this resistance up here at 1350 and really start moving this one's an interesting one s-r-a-c all right chris let's go ahead and take a look here what other ones stand out to you maybe you want to bring up one so i saw indi which i don't even know if we have on the watch list this one recently completed uh the de-spacking process um this is a semiconductor, a chip play, right? And yeah. it's getting a little lift today. And, you know, this is one where, you know, look at that. It dipped under $10, you know, on, on the merger. And now we have that lift off starting a little bit. And Mitch, what do you think? Because it, it looks like volume pretty even, you know, over the last seven or eight days. And now today, I mean, that volume starting to pick up. So, what do you think? INDI, this is one I still own. I, I think, you know, the chip, the semiconductor trade for, for vehicles, you know, will be a continued story. And this is one of the ways to play it. Definitely something to keep on watch out. Um, one of the things is there's going to be a lot of these plays. And I haven't really seen too many uh, kind of uh, SPACs in the semiconductors. I've seen more like, you know, like let's say battery plays, uh, charging infrastructure, um, this is an interesting one. Definitely keep it on watch. I think one thing you got to look for is some big volume really to step up here. Um, not bad trading on volume right now, about 1.2 million. Um, you're look, I'd be looking for something trading at 3 million shares uh, to just show you kind of that spike and that bulls really are taking control of this stock. Uh, not a bad day for TBA. I know that one's switching on over. It hasn't had a bad look. You see? 
it's, it's not looking bad, you know, update towards 1115. That's what we've been seeing often with these moves, Chris. I, I kind of mentioned it on uh, pre-market prep that it's mainly not really, let's say, a 40% pop. But that's not what we're calling now, you know. We're, we're seeing more of this 10, 20, even some 30%, but mainly 10 to 20% pop. So we're talking from like 10 to 11 or 10 to 12, or maybe it's from 11 to 13s. Something like that is what we're talking about. We're not talking about massive moves, but it doesn't need to be massive to make a good profit. So I think that's something definitely to point out and keep a watch on. Uh, let's keep a watch on some other ones. Mud. Muds is just hanging out there. We'll see what happens with this one. I've been waiting for that card release news, Chris. I'm <laughs> yeah, waiting. Yeah, Tops needs some news, right? And Dude, you know, the time is ticking. Yeah, I... You know, I, I'm a little surprised, you know, this one that uh, it, it again has pulled back this much. Um, but I, I'm going to well, call I'm going to call something out here. What's that? The sixth. The sixth stands out to me, guys. Is that is that based around All-Star game? Is that uh, that's because the fall that weekend it would be the All-Star game. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a good call out. One of the things we saw with uh, Top Shot recently, right, NBA, was they actually did packs with playoff moments. You know, how big of a catalyst can that be, right, when you mm-hmm. have, you know, playoffs, all-star. With Tops having this exclusive deal, you, you know, to do cards, to do NFTs, um, you know, uh, the other thing is, look, at we have some rookies this year, you, you know, starting to play. Like Wander Franco just got called up by the Rays. There isn't, you know, a tops NFT of him yet. You know, they they need to do a, an updated series. They need to add some of these players in. Um, you, you know, again, I, I really like tops for the long term here. Um, but that muds, I'm just surprised we're we're really, you know, just kind of trading sideways right now. But um, Mitch, I also saw someone asking about CLII. Um, that's EVGO, Um, you know, which we had on the show recently. Um, you know, if you look at that June chart, you know, as I pointed out yesterday, that thing went from, you know, about 1050 all the way up to 16. Shares are about flat today. Um, but these charging infrastructure plays, you know, are, are starting to get hot again. We did just get the passage, um, you know, of the infrastructure bill, um, you know, that includes some EV charging, um, you know, money. So CLII, um, you know, called out in the chat. I, again, this is one I like. Um, you know, EV go. We'll keep it on radar for sure, guys. All right. If you guys got a spec, you guys want us to take a look at, definitely mention it in the chat. Jordan's talking about, I think Jordan's still, still <laughs> trading. Jordan's still trading. He said, dude, what, what about plug, bro? You were talking about plug this morning. Let me take a quick look for him. I feel bad. You know, he, he hung out with us. He's watching SPACs attack, even though I don't think he's trying to trade SPACs attack. Uh, so I'll take a quick look. Five minute. Look at that five minutes. It's coming back down towards the, the, the next support level. So you can see that bounce. I always look at the next support, right? So you, you got different support levels. You can draw out on this stock and kind of see where it's going to. And, and, and the different levels here is what's important here. So if you can understand the levels, you can understand your risk. Not a bad looking pull back there. All the way back down towards this five minute support here. Catching there at 3426. Bouncing right back. Now you want to see it get back up here towards, let's say, 35, and then really start holding that trend. Because if you had this downward trend action here, one of the things is you want to get back above it and really start trending up so you can get back towards that 36. That's it. That's it. That's all you get. 
but I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, right, I, let's saw, go ahead. I saw someone mention Clean Spark in in the chat too. Again, CLSK, not a SPAC, but kind of in that same you know energy storage, energy uh, you know field. And Clean Spark actually will be coming up on Power Hour today. So guys, don't go anywhere Clean. after SPAC's attack. That's that's a big interview. So. Uh, Mitch, do you, should we dive into this July calendar and then hopefully we can get to some uh, ticker time at the end? So uh, don't stop dropping those tickers in the chat, guys. We'll try to uh, do some at the end here. All right, definitely keep an eye on that. We're going to get into the June calendar. And like always, we're here from 9 a.m. to 4. We're, we're past 4 even. So definitely stick around, Jordan. We have a lot of great content, not just on pre-market prep. We got Specs Attack. We got so many different shows, biotech. Let's go ahead and let's get into that June calendar, guys. If you guys don't know, one of the things that we try to do is try to get you guys those calendar dates and kind of the way that we trade these. Um, we've done certain shows like, let's say, SPAC under $10 that has done really well. So definitely, guys, if you want to check out those old shows, check out our playlist on Benzinga. You can see all our shows, our prior show. Hit the most popular one on those. Check out those episodes. You're going to see some great ones. We've done some really, really great ones in the past. Uh, another one that we're going to be talking about. So today, we're, what's the topic? You know, we, we did this for June, so we really want to start doing this for July. So today we're talking about the top SPACs for July 2021. We're going to talk about these calendar dates and how they can definitely affect the stock here. So definitely, guys, smash the like if you guys enjoy this and, and tune back because this is going to be something that we can come back to all month long, guys. So stay tuned for this. Let's go ahead and let's get into that, Chris. What do you got for us? The calendar dates for this month. Yeah, you know, I think one of the big stories that that we covered in June was to talk about those merger vote dates at the start of the month. And if you were able to get into the, some of those June vote dates, you know, when we first mentioned them, they were trading, you know, at $10 or under. And some of them had some real good moves the, the week of the merger vote date or after the despacking process. Now, as always, not all of these are, are going to trade higher um, you know, so we're really looking for a, a good story here, right? And the ones that we think, you know, could go higher. So the July calendar already shaping up nicely, and today's the 29th. So we're only a couple days away here. So time to look at the July calendar and, and we'll revisit it throughout the month and also add to it. So up first, um, the first July vote date that I show is July 8th, and this is going to be SPRQ. So <clears throat> SPRQ merging with Sunlight Financial. So this is a, a solar play, um, you know, financing for solar projects. The, the pipe, $250 million, also included Chamath, Polyhoptia, BlackRock, Franklin Templeton, and Newberger Berman. So some bigger names. And this was the Apollo SPAC, which also, you know, previously took Fisker public. So the company provides business to business to consumer um, services for the residential solar market. So they've funded over $3.5 billion in solar loans on more than 100,000 residential deals. They have over 800 partners in their contract network. So 2020 revenue, $92 million. 2021, $123 million. Um, you know, so again, a, a solar play. And, you know, I, I've heard Mitch, you know, on several other shows, call out solar, the, the growth of the solar market. You know, it's something we were definitely watching, you know, with the new administration. This is one where, you know, it, it I think we could get a, a play here on the de-spacking at 
it will now trade in line with some of these other solar names. Um, so definitely worth uh, keeping a watch on this one. And we have RSVA. So RSVA voting on their merger with Enovix uh, on July 12th. So this is a company working on designing and manufacturing of 3D silicon lithium ion batteries. So they had an oversubscribed pipe deal of 175 million that valued shares at $14. So this was one of the first ones along with Lucid Motors where, where the pipe deal was actually done above the $10 level. So as you see that chart there, this one now is actually trading higher than it ever did um, you know, on that SPAC merger announcement. So this one really taking off now. And, and the thing I like is it's a battery company. It's not focused as much on the auto market, right? It's focused on, you know, the mobile market, wearables, mobile communications, PCs, augmented reality, virtual reality. Um, Intel and Qualcomm are customers of the company. So they're going to have revenue of $801 million in 2025, uh, again, that's a couple years away here, but this thing has been well received by by investors. And as I said, you know, it, it is trading higher now than it did on deal announcement. So definitely one uh, to keep on watch here. Uh, you know, that could really have a good despacking process. Then on July twelfth, we also have ASPL voting on a merger with Wheels Up. So shares are trading at 9.99 and and this is one where I think could go, you know, either way. We could actually see a dip below $10 on the despacking. So this is a private aviation company. Uh it does have some big investors involved. You have Tom Brady, Serena Williams and, and others. But private aviation, you know, I I just wonder how big the market is and how big the the investment appetite is going to be, you know, from investors um you know private aviation you know again it's targeted for you know the the people that can afford it right so this isn't a company that's really growing with a huge total addressable market um you know it's really tailoring to to the celebrities and and the business class so this one you know it's on the watch list but not my favorite for the month of july and then on july 13th we have AONE, which is actually the company One ONE, uh, voting on the merger with Mark Ford. So shares of this one also at nine ninety nine. So the the pipe on this SPAC deal included investments from Porsche and Microsoft. So the company this is three D printing, and they're targeting aerospace, military, defense, space exploration, healthcare, medical, automotive, and industrial. Um, they replace plastic, steel, and aluminum end use parts with easy to print metals. Uh, so software printers and materials are their three lines of business. $70 million in fiscal 2020, revenue to hit $88 million in 2021, and, and growing at a compounded annual growth rate of 68% from 21 to 25. They note in their presentation that they have better gross margins than desktop metal, and customers, you know, also include, you've got Airbus, Lockheed Martin, General Electric, the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, NASA, Blue Origin, SpaceX, General Motors, Ford, Honda, Tesla, Toyota. I mean, the list of blue chip customers in, in this one is insane. But again, 3D printing, it's it's got lots of players in the market. Um, this one has come down significantly. I think, again, this one, once it goes public, could get a nice move because it will trade in line with some of those other 3D printing names. 
What do you think, Mitch, uh, of these first four in July here? Caught me off guard there. <laughs> so, and no, I didn't know if we were going to break it all at once no, you're or good, if we you're were going to cut you're good, in. So. You're good. Definitely, definitely keep it on watch, guys. So uh, a couple of these that I'd keep on watch. Let's go ahead and let's get into that. So definitely um, ones that I'd like, I'd, I'd keep on watch uh, AO1. Um, just because that one's had massive, massive support. I think even Kathy's in this one, if, I, if I'm not to be yep. mistaken. Um, so what I mean by Kathy, ARK Invest, guys. Uh, so keep your eyes on that. I'll keep watching that one. Um, that's 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 definitely the one that stands out the most. Wheels Up sounds interesting just because you have that line in the sand, and I like having the line in the sand because at least I have my risk. And so that one looks interesting. And then, and then with that being said, I mean – uh, RSVA, that was an impressive chart. Not something I'm buying into just because it's already breaking out, but definitely a big breakout on this one. So looks like some investors are liking this one, even if it's not retail because they're not following it maybe because I haven't heard this one being mentioned too often, but definitely good moves there and good lift there. So we'll keep a watch out on all four of these. All Let's right. go ahead and continue. Perfect. And then we'll jump back into the calendar here. So we have on July 13th, we have LCY voting on that merger with Hillman Group. So so shares trading at 1247. This is going to be one of those sneaky, you know, under the radar SPACs, I think, right? This is a hardware distributor. You know, they sell fasteners, hardware, work gear, gloves, personal protection equipment, and, and they also duplicate keys. None of those business lines, you know, jump out and scream, you know, great growth. Um, but this is a company that's been around 56 years and, and they're a market leader in, in those segments that they, you know, compete in. They also have products in over 40,000 locations, including the Home Depot and Lowe's, you know, so they are a leader in the hardware segment. Lowe's and Home Depot do make up, you know, a large portion of their revenue, but we've got a lot of mom and pop retail stores also in the hardware segment, the fastener segment, so this is a company, you know, that again, it's been around over 50 years. I, I just think this one sneaks under the radar, although it is trading, you know, at $12. So uh, not completely, you know, under the radar there. But, um, you, you know, and this is another one where it actually trades higher now than it did on the merger vote date. So definitely one to, to watch here. Then we have SBG, SBG voting on their merger with Owlet on July 14th. So we had uh, Owlet on the show, of course, for an interview that is the the smart sock company, right? The the baby monitoring, and they're growing in other segments of the baby market, which we all know the baby care market is, is huge, right? So they're growing, you know, in digital. And as parents, you know, embrace and see the technology that they can monitor, you know, their baby's health, uh, you know, their baby's sleep. Um, you know, I, I think that's where you spend money, right? You spend money on your kids. You spend money on, on health to to make sure everything is going good. So in their recent quarter, net revenue, $21.9 million, up 47% year over year. Gross margins, 58%. They saw volume growth in their Owlet Smart Stock and their Owlet Monitor Duo. They also saw stronger than anticipated sales for e-commerce and their retail partners, and also international expansion growth, primarily in Europe. So for full uh, 2020, 75.4 million was up 51% to 
Gross margins, 47.6%. So as I said, gross margins, you know, have increased since then. Um, they project revenue of $107 million in 2021, $175 million in 2022. Deal valued the company right around a billion dollars. So SVG outlet, this is one I like because, you know, uh, again, uh, baby care, the, the baby market, this is where you spend your money. Parents are, are going to spend money. And this is one trading at $9.97 today. Um, it's been under 10 for a while. But if you start to look, it, it has started, you know, getting closer to that $10 mark. And I think eventually we'll be able to break that, um, you know, heading in July with, with that vote date. Then we have on July 14th, we have EMPW voting on their merger with Holly. Another company that was featured on SPAC's attack, you know, real customers, uh, real products. This, this is the company making parts for performance cars. Um, they're a leader in this $34 billion marketplace, um, you know, innovation acquisition. They've done several acquisitions. Um, they're eyeing more acquisitions to, to keep going. So they design, engineer, and manufacture products for enthusiasts who love their cars and trucks. So, you know, I just talked about baby products, right? And how we spend money on babies. Uh, another item that we spend money on is cars. And, and if you are a car or a truck enthusiast, you, you want the best parts for your, for your vehicle. And that's where Holly comes into play. Now, this is a company that's been around forever. They're, uh, you know, a huge direct-to-consumer sales channel. Uh, fastest growing and highest margin method is that direct to consumer uh, market. So that's going to help them grow. Uh, you know, they're also going to be traded as ticker HLLY for Holly, which I think is decent for, for a ticker here. So definitely watching this one as we get closer to the merger vote. And on July 14th, we have uh, GXGX. So this is the company merging with Cellularity. This one, you know, it's not a huge one for me. I don't know it as well. They're developing the next evolution in cellular medicine by delivering off-the-shelf allogenic cellular therapies at unparalleled scale, quality, and economics. So again, biotech, you know, just not my stronghold. Um, so this one, you know, I think we could see a nice move as these biotech DSPACs have jumped depending on the float. But again, not one that is my favorite for the month, just because I do not know it as well. And we have NHIC on July 15th. So this is the company merging with Evolve Technology. So we had Evolve on the show. This is the company that does screening at, you know, concerts, at venues, um, you know, maybe airports. Uh, their platform is 10 times faster than a traditional metal detector and can cost up to 70% less. So it doesn't require customers to empty their pockets or stand and wait, right? It uses artificial intelligence uh, to pick out potential threats. So they had uh, revenue of $4.3 million in fiscal 2020, uh, expected to rise to $20 million 2021, $53 million 2022. They have several items, um, you know, for, the, for their growth ahead. And the thing I like about this is, is it's a potential... Um, you know, reopening play, right? As we see concert venues, sport venues, you know, reopen. The, this is a company 
that could benefit, right? Because instead of having to touch people, you know, for pat downs, touch people with wands, you're going to be able to do it, you know, all through these machines. So, so these places, you know, can buy these things and, and you know, provide that safety level for, for their customers um, going forward. We also have Clear Secure going public this week, which is an airport screening company, which if that IPO is well received, we, we could see NHIC become a, a sympathy play here. So definitely keep an eye uh, on that parallel trade a, as well. And then on July 15th, we have DCRB voting on their merger with Hyzon Motors. So Hyzon Motors, this is a hydrogen uh, fuel cell heavy company. Um, they, they began production of 15 zero emission hydrogen fuel cell vehicles uh, recently. They, they also have plans to build the largest fuel cell production facility in the U.S., so revenue for 2021, they see at 37 million. But then fiscal 2022, we, we really start to ramp up with $198 million. You know, that's up 400%. Um, you look at that chart and this thing has come, you know, way down from those highs when, when this deal was announced, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, even when it was rumored. Um, you know, this deal was done at $2 billion valuation. Um, it, it's again, it's going to trade with some of these other hydrogen, these fuel cell, you know, companies. So I think it will do quite well in the despacking process. And on July 16th, we have FGNA voting on their merger with OpFi. Um, this is the SPAC from the former TD Ameritrade CEO, Joe Moglia. We had OpFi on the show not too long ago. Company uses artificial intelligence and proprietary fintech solutions. So they target the everyday consumer that gets neglected. So, so they target 60 million consumers in the U.S. that are employed, have a bank account, and make over $50,000 a year that are locked out of many financial products. So they launched payroll deduction services in 2020. They have other financial services. They're also launching credit cards near-prime lending, mobile banking, and point-of-sale lending and mortgage lending in the future. So revenue $323 million in 2020, um, you know, positive EBITDA, positive net income. They've completed over $1.5 million or $1.5 million loans of $2.3 billion over the last nine years. And revenue expected to be $418 million in fiscal 2021. And 656 million in fiscal 2022. We've seen a lot of fintech companies go public, and I really like the the profile of OpFi here. Although I do worry a little bit about it getting you know stuck with some of these other fintechs that just have not had those big moves up. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, you know, in July. One of my favorites in July, we don't have a, a definitive date, but they estimated a date of July 16th for THCB voting on a merger with Microvast. Now, now this is one that I own shares of. Um, you know, Oshkosh is in, an investor in Microvast. They're a partner. So we have seen shares uh, of, of this company come down a little bit you know, on news that Workhorse was suing the U.S. government over that potential USPS deal. So that's the thing that worries me a little bit is that it will trade down uh, until we get news on that. But this is a company with battery technology that's already in vehicles. You know, unlike some of these other battery companies coming public that are a couple of years away, 
Microvest had revenue of $101 million in 2020. And they see revenue of $230 million in 2021, up 126%. And $460 million in 2022, up 100%. You, you know, again, this is one of my favorites for, for the month. If you look at that chart, you know, this thing traded over $20. I, I could see this thing making a, a big move once the SPAC merger goes through. So definitely keep an eye out, THCB. Then on July 19th, we have ANDA, which was one I actually profiled last week. Um, they are merging with Strive Foods. So Strive Foods... Uh, shares are trading at 1042. So Strive Foods, um, you know, this is air-dried meat products. So provide more protein than beef jerky. Uh, the things I really like, they have Channing Tatum as an investor. They have uh, the Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert, as an investor. Their ticker is going to be Snacks, S-N-A-X. Um, this was also, you know, a, a low-value deal. So $170 million dollars. So, you know, and, and this is one that I think has room to run as retailers get, you know, uh, attention put on this thing as they see, you know, the, the social media following pick up as they see Channing Tatum and Justin Herbert, you know, doing commercials, talking about it. I, I think it really helps, um, you know, revenue in the first quarter, 6.8 million was up 59 percent um, revenue in tw- uh, 2020 was 17 million. And e-commerce now representing 43%. They have a good relationship with Amazon where they sell their products. And then they're also, you know, have their own e-commerce platform. So definitely one of my favorites uh, in the month of July. And and then on uh, July 20th, we have GHVI voting on that merger with Matterport. Um, You know, this is a a company that's gotten a lot of attention. Uh, It's been mentioned on CNBC by Josh Brown. So uh, they use... um, they, they provide, uh, you know, 3D scanning uh, of buildings. So it can be used by, you know, realtors. It can be used by uh, museums and different places. Um, you know, that online services platform, a turnkey solution uh, for, for enterprises in that global real estate market. Uh, subscribers, 331,000 was up 530% in the first quarter. Um, annual recurring revenue now 55 million, subscriber revenue up 84%, total revenue up 108% in the first quarter. They're also expanding heavily internationally, which I think could be a key growth item. Um, revenue projected 123 million this year, uh, 202 million uh, in 2022, uh, another favorite here in the month of July. And then we have PSAC voting on their merger with Faraday Future on July 20th. Uh, Not going to get into this one too much because we just profiled this one. This is another electric vehicle maker really going after the premium segment. They have investments from uh, Geely Automotives and also a city in China, which is going to help with their uh, factory. Um, 30 leading institutional investors. They plan on selling over 400,000 vehicles in the next five years. So that FF91 is the immediate focus of the the company, Um, you know, and again, that's going to be uh, tiered to the higher end segment. But in the future, they have the FF81 and FF71 with prices of 59,000 and 45,000 that that could put them, you know, against some of these other electric vehicle makers. And as you see that chart, this thing has been growing in interest. Um, you know, it's, it's been mentioned out there as a popular one. So keep an eye out on this one. July 20th, we have RAAC 
voting on their merger with Berkshire Gray. This is a company that uses artificial intelligence for robotics and automation solutions. Um, the pipe included Chamath and BlackRock. Um, company was founded by the former chief technology officer of iRobot, which I think is a, a pretty key here. Um, only 5% of warehouses are automated, which gives them a, a huge opportunity. And their customers mentioned in the investor presentation, you have Walmart, Target, FedEx, and, and TJX, the parent company of TJ Maxx. They have a pipeline of $1.7 billion in deals. Um, which their backlog was only 100 million at the start of 2020. So it is growing, you know, substantially, which is going to help with, with revenue. Um, revenue of 59 million in 2021, and then they see it doubling, 119 million in 2022, 248 million in 2023, and nearly a billion dollars in, in 2025. So definitely on the watch list here, automation of warehouses, uh, a huge market. July 20th, we have TWND voting on their merger with Complex. Uh, th this is a leader in cloud-native risk analytics. So revenue projected a uh, $141 million in 2021, $210 million in 2022. Um, so again, you know, their, their customers, um, you know, looking for that, that data analytics from them, um, you know, that's been a hot market, uh, similar to like a Palantir here. Um, you know, to help customers make informed and intelligent decisions using those risks. Um, this is one, again, I, I don't know a ton about, but I, I really think, you know, this could be a, a strong one as it gets out of that vote, gets some attention from analysts, right? It, it's going to be in the cybersecurity, the insurance and finance markets. So covering several sectors. And, and then the last vote I have here on the calendar, July 22nd, it's the big one, everyone. We have CCIV voting on that merger with Lucid Motors. There's not a ton to add here, right? We have Lucid Motors. You know, this thing traded all the way up to $80 pre-deal announcement. And then when the deal was announced, we saw shares come crashing down. Um, but we've seen interest pick back up in this thing, right? And one of the big catalysts was getting that vote date. And you saw what just announcing the vote date could do. Um, you heard Mitch talk about a trade, you know, uh, last week. This is one where I think now we get into the the new beginning of this company, right? Day one starts starts now. The the merger vote date. We we're gonna get the the merger vote. We're gonna get that despacking. We're gonna get the new ticker. We're gonna get the CEO going on, um, you, you know, CNBC and and doing you know several interviews. Um, so you know, I definitely think that this, this is one to to keep an eye on. Um, you know, and, and again, you know, you know, yeah, someone mentioning bag holders, we are going to see that play in, um, you know, as shares start to rise, can it break through some of those key levels, but CCIV lucid motors, it's going to be the big event in July. So keep an eye out on this one, Mitch, that's what I've got. That's just the July calendar. As of now, I'm sure we're going to get more dates added to it. Um, but I know that was a lot of information. So uh, what what do you want to dive into any of those uh, names before maybe we get to some ticker time here? Yeah, definitely. I want to do talk about some of those names. But one thing I do want to mention for the chat out there, if you guys want to get some of these names and get this calendar dates down, if you actually go to the description right now, guys, you're going to be able to actually just copy and paste 
all these dates that we just went through and you can go ahead and just kind of keep this as a list for yourself. I wanted to give you guys this in the description. This is what we do here on SPACs Attack. We give you everything for free. You know, if we really wanted to, I mean, I could just charge for that calendar itself. But that's not what we're about here. We're trying to build with you guys. So definitely check it out. Definitely also check out the Teespring store if you want to get one of these cool SPACs Attack shirts. We got a newsletter that comes out every single morning. So if you don't got that newsletter, definitely stick with that. One thing that I would mention is, Chris, I've been seeing commercials and commercials on which one? Owlet. Outlet to me is really starting to stand out, Chris. I don't know why, but something tells me that I should grab this one and put it into a long-term account. I'm not talking about maybe short-term approach here because that, that might not be what it is. Uh, but to tell you the truth, what I've been seeing, and I've been seeing the news and, and a lot of things pointing out this. Of course, guys, we're talking about SBG. SBG here, guys. So Sandbridge acquisitions. Let's take a look at that chart. I do like the chart also. So let's take a look here. SBG hanging out off of that $10, right? I mean, one of the things that I would mention is I do think this product is going to get like kind of have some really good adoption rate going into the next couple of years. One thing that we definitely got out of the pandemic is that we want to be able to monitor uh, kind of oxygen levels, different kind of things like that. And it's consistent with, I mean, you guys have heard of, of like different uh, kind of horror stories with babies. So I think this is one thing that you're definitely going to see parents adopt. Any technology that can keep their baby safe, I think parents are more than willing to go ahead and ship out that money, especially for something like this that can help them monitor their baby's health. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, as a, as a parent out there and, you know, when we had the CEO of Outlet on the company, right, he said that was why he started the company. You, you know, it was about having that that monitoring, you know, for your for your babies. And they're also, I think, going to grow. One of the keys he said, right, was that they're gaining customers and parents at the, the baby stage. What if they can expand products you know, to the toddler stage to, to, you know, be on as they keep those customers and those parents throughout the life cycle, kind of like your, your companies that sell diapers, right? They sell diapers and then they also sell items further on in, into the life cycle of kids. You know, that could be a great story with Owlet down the, down the road. Guys, please smash that like. I, I see we're not even at 100 yet, Mitch. I mean, I just went through that whole July calendar, you know, without even taking a drink. And, and you know, we, we got to get some more likes out there. This July calendar, as you said, that's something we could charge for, um, you know. But I want to provide that information for, for you guys because I think it's some key catalyst out there. Yeah, definitely. It looks like we even got some parents out there using the outlets. So definitely something that I want to keep on watch, something that I would invest in, a company I can believe in and what they're doing. And so a lot of times I look for these as my long-term investments. This just might very much be it. I might have to actually talk to the financial committee today, uh, pull pull a board meeting with the with the board, you know. Uh, our, our, our overwatch committee, Chris, that we usually have. <laughs> so I, I might have to call it together and say, Hey, are we taking a big position in SBG? What do you think about it? I think my fiance would probably agree to that. So we'll definitely uh, have to have a little bit of a board meeting, but yeah, that one stood out to me, Chris. And I just wanted to bring that one out. Of course, CCIV stands out. There's a couple other ones you can name, but definitely to me, I say, keep this one on watch um, and, and we'll see where it kind of keeps moving. Any other one you want to mention? 
You know, I got into a couple of them last week, you know, talking about ANDA with Strive, you know, Channing Tatum, Justin Herbert, you know, for some reason, this one just stands out. It's it's a snacking company. You know, it's a alternative to beef jerky, more protein, as we see consumers, you know, look for ready to eat good protein, you know, food items. Also, I really like this was a deal done at $170 million. So I think it could have room to run, you know, instead of these SPAC deals that were done at, you know, billion dollar valuations, where there might not be as much room for upside. So that's one I'm watching. Um, You know, CCIV obviously is going to be the big event, you know, of July. And also Microvast, one of my favorite, um, you know, battery plays out there, which I am long. Um, Billy asking, what's the ticker for Owlette? That was SBG um, is the ticker right now. And then we'll have that July despacking. Um, what's know, the ticker changing over to? You know, that's a great question. I was just actually I wonder if it's that, Owl. that uh, if they if they got Owl, that could be a pretty cool. Owl. Um, oh, but, there's already an Owl, Blue Owl Capital. I'm trying to see if I can find the. It's already an owl, at least, so I don't think it's going to be owl. Well, they can't maybe, get that, so that's too maybe bad, it's owl but... l, owl l, owlet. There you go. O- we'll see what it means. It's going to be o w l t owl t o w l t. All right, we'll take it. Not the worst. Not the worst. All right, let's keep going, guys. What do you guys got in the chat? We can take a look at some of these stocks before we get on out of here. We've got about four minutes left. We're going to be wrapping up today on time at 12 o'clock since we had a good show here. But definitely smash the like, guys. This is what we do every single day. So one of the things is this is the SPAC industry. And, of course, we're not just here for trades, guys. We're here to understand this industry and look at long-term investments also. So that's what we try to do here on SPACs Attack. So, if you're just a day trader out there, then this might not be the best area for you really in the long term. But what you want to be looking for is there's still some trades in here that we're going to be able to find. We're going to point out some patterns that have been happening. That's why we just went through that merger date announcements and, and kind of giving you those calendar dates. But we also look at some longer plays. So that's what we try to do here. We try to do a little bit of mix of short, intermediate, and long-term investing here. So let's go ahead and take a look at the chart, see what we're seeing. If you guys got a stock we want to take a look at before we get on out of here, definitely put it up in the chat. But hey, there's some movement out there. Uh, what, when does rice, when does rice announce Matt, man? Yeah, that one, I think still probably a quarter away from, um, you know, getting an announcement. Um, this but one's crazy how that, much it just holds Chris. Yeah, that, one, that one's been really good. Um, you, you know, the other thing with rice, right. That management team, they, they launched that second spec, you know, well, what's the second spec to go with rice? It's Roni, R-O-N-I, which is still trading as units. Um, So R-O-N-I-U right there. Um, you know, Roni. So that could be an interesting one, right? Because it looks like this rice team, on Roni. Th- this rice team really got a good deal. So, uh, you know, interesting, uh, you know, to see if they can land another good one. So, um, you know, Mitch, the other one that really stood out for me and kind of surprised me was that other uh, battery name um enva was it that uh is actually trading now above um the the spac price uh you know which we haven't seen um or was it rsva rsva mm-hmm. um, the one. yep so i mean look at that it, it's hitting all-time new highs now 
Like you're you're Person. not usually you're not usually seeing that, right? The the typical pattern, you know, is normally uh, spacs hit their peak. Uh, you know, at least the ones that announced months ago at, at that deal announcement day. But this one now hitting new highs going into the merger vote. So that's another thing to watch here. Um, you know, Mitch, that, that was a ton of SPACs to add to the watch list here for, for July. And, you know, we're not even in July. That calendar is just going to grow and grow. Um, you know, we saw that with June, right? We started the June calendar out with, you know, about a dozen names. And we ended the month with probably 30 deal votes. So, you know, exciting times to get some of these SPAC deals done and also offer up opportunities for traders to, to play the catalyst here. All right, guys, we'll keep a watch on all these. We got a lot of stocks moving and we'll keep a watch to see what's going to be coming into play. There's always going to be some new ones coming out. So definitely keep a watch on those. I'll just give an honorable mention. Uh, PIPP, we still haven't heard anything from that one. Hanging out there at the 970s, not a bad looking chart there. If you look at the daily chart, you'll see kind of that sideways action. Exactly what I like seeing when you're going to go ahead and try to grab these off the support. You got this low to go off of right here. They have a low of 971. So you could kind of use that as your risk out right now. Uh, you'd be looking at a three cent risk for a move back up above 10. And I'd be looking for a move probably up towards the 11 on, an, on a deal announcement. Even in pre-market, you might be able to sell into that move. So pay attention to that that's one that i'm going to call out just to kind of keep one on radar that's a great one mitch real quick before we go i'll call out one more igac this has been the gaming one that i've gone long with call options scientific games sgms announcing today that they plan on divesting their sports betting and lottery business via ipo or smack mm. deal Look for some of those sports betting specs that have not announced deals because there is now a company in play from Scientific Games. So that's what I've got, Mitch. Another great show. Everyone stay tuned. We've got Power Hour coming up next. As I said, Clean Spark, CLSK. I know that's one that a lot of you guys out there love. Zoli delivered. He's got the company coming on today, CLSK. So guys, don't go anyway. Stay tuned, Power Hour. Stay tuned, guys. This just could be a Reddit stock. Stay tuned, guys. You never know what can happen. Like always, guys, the specs attack. Ah!